What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And listen to the 80s Babies podcast. And on today's episode, we have a tribute for The Fix uh, by Scarface, released August 6th, 2002. Face mo. And I don't know which record this is in his catalog, because I know he has quite a few. Yeah, this is like his sixth or seventh. It is, uh, according to Wiki, it is his seventh studio album okay. uh, from the Houston native, right? Yep. Right. And so this is his first when he came to Def Jam and became the president of Def Jam of South. Def Jam South, yep. Right. So it's it's really cool that we're finally dedicating an episode to Scarface. He uh-huh. has made an appearance for, or we, we we say his name all the time on this episode. Yeah, yep. Whenever we do... Whenever we do and make it a classic, I feel like our two cheat codes are Bilal and Scarface. <laughs> right? Are they okay. not? Maybe. Right? We, when we talk about catalog, Scarface always comes up. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, sadly, this is the first time we're talking about Scarface because this is actually the only album that I confidently have a Where Were You when, mm. when, when it comes to it. Like, this, is, this okay. is the first time, like, when I was a Scarface fan, like, I bought this album. Okay. I don't... I think the only other one I have was the one that came out after this, like Balls in My Word. And I'm not okay. even sure if that's like a full album. I think it's like a, a compilation of sorts. Okay. Um, my I was first really introduced to Scarface on the previous one, My Homies, which I think mm-hmm. is like a double CD that was released in 1998. Yep. Right? Um, now, I was put on to that one in the summer of 2001 and even 2002. Mm-hmm. So when this album finally comes out, maybe, actually maybe even more so this summer, 2002, at the start of the summer. So when this album comes out, um, I was like like a big Scarface fan at that point. And so that's when I bought this album. So that's kind of like my Where Were You. Gotcha. Um, and so, you know, he's an artist that I know that you have a lot of respect for. I have a lot yeah. of respect for. Our listeners have a lot of respect for him. And so, you know, I can't confidently say that this is his best album. Yeah. Um, but I happen to love this album. It mm. did get very high marks when it came out. Mm-hmm. And so, and I do have a Where Were You for it. So mm-hmm. uh, what are your initial thoughts on uh, on The Fix? Um, I think think that when this came out, I thought it was a bit overrated, to be honest. Okay. Um, and maybe still feel that way a little bit. Okay. However, I do think it's a great album from a great catalog artist and a great uh, like conversation piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting. I, I, I saw an interview with Scarface and the interviewer, you know, kept trying to drill home how amazing this album was. <laughs> and if you if you've seen a Scarface interview before, right, like He's kind of a dick, like 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 that. intentionally so, right? So so the guy's telling him like, yeah, so you know, uh, the fix is it's 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 the greatest album. It's a classic, and he's like, okay, I guess, you know. And he's like, you don't think it's a classic? <laughs> yeah, sure, that's cool. So he goes, he goes, this is your best album, right? Would you agree that it's your best album? And he said, I don't know about that, man. And yeah. then the guy said, okay, well, if you'd have to say what your best album is, then and it's not this, then what would it be? So he thinks and he goes, this, pro- this album is probably number two or three in my catalog. And the guy said, well, then in your mind, what's number one? And he said, The Untouchable. Right. And Which I was is an like, album you like. And I love that album. Right. So then I'm like, okay, I, now I'm, I'm totally locked in with you, Face. Like, okay. I love that album. But uh, yeah. We, we got to do an album for, we got to do an episode for The Untouchable. I'm not as familiar yeah. with that one. Yeah. Um, but I, I would still love to up. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that, when I got put on to this, we'll just go into the where were you. When I got put on to this, this was, I guess, yeah, if it wasn't 2001, it was 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was, yeah, so this would have been the summer that I started drinking. And I was hanging out with my boy Elgin. Uh, shout out to Elgin if you listen to the podcast. And he put me on to several groups. Um, he put me on the 3-6. Okay. He put me on the UGK. And he put me on the Scarface. So is he from the South? 
Nah, he from he's from uh he's from around this way. He went to okay. Hayfield. Okay. Yeah, but he spent a lot of time in PG County. He spent a lot of time in DC. Okay. And so I think that around in this area around that time, like, like fuck the, like the backpacker hip hop. I just want like good black music, right? And so you're listening to Tupac. You respect Big, but you you, you know you it's Tupac over Big all day. Okay. Right. And so you like that like real nigga homie like yeah. you you like that shit right, right. like. Um, at least that was, that's the impression that I got from from, from, from my friends and and yeah from my friends in that circle. Okay, and so you know, Scarface is just like is like true to life. You know, from the streets. Um, uh, you know, no fake shit. Keep it keep it real. Keep it a hundred. And he talks he talks about that a lot on this yeah, album, which is one of the things I love. Yeah. Right, and so you know, I said before that when I was in high school, I couldn't stand Three Six Mafia. It wasn't until mm-hmm. I started drinking that I started to understand it. Right, so Three Six Mafia, UGK, and Scarface as well. And the album that he always had on, he always played a lot was My Homies. But he didn't play the entire thing. He only played like the songs that he liked. Mm-hmm. But he always told me he's like, "Yo, like y'all don't you don't understand? Like you can say what you want about Jay Z and 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 all these other artists and Big and all that other shit. But he's like, yo, DC runs uh, Scarface runs DC. Okay, he's like yeah, everyone loves Tupac, but like everybody in DC loves Scarface. This is this is DC before the gentrification. Mm-hmm. It's before Bowser, before uh, Fenty, before <laughs> Obama, before all that shit. Right. This is like Chocolate City, Chocolate City, DC, Backyard, Northeast, uh, uh, Rare Essence, Go Go DC, all that stuff. Like he's he was telling me that like, yeah, Scarface was like like number one in DC. And Scarface even mentions that on this record. He's like, yo, you ain't shit in DC. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I kind of like bought into that a little bit because I was trying to, you know, like that's not where I'm from. You know, I'm um affluent background, if you if you will, military background, like. I'm not from the streets. I'm from mm-hmm. the suburbs, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but I, nevertheless, I was still like trying to like understand, I guess, that culture, if okay. you will. And so I kind of started to buy into that. So that was like a really good summer. And so then like, if you combine that with the singles that were dropping for this, you know what I mean? So, you know, Guess Who's Back and and Safe and whatnot, like I, I kind of like those. So I was really, really, really excited for this album when it came out. Okay. And uh, for the most part, I loved it. Um, there's it's, it's interesting. We'll get into this when we actually break it down. But some of the things I loved about the album back then, I don't love as much now. But some of the things I didn't like about that album back then are the things that I love the most about this album now. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like my where were you for Scarface. Um, and so like, look, we're saying this is a seven studio album. There are six studio albums that came out before this that I'm not as intimately mm-hmm. familiar with. Sadly, but it is what it is. I'm just keeping it a hundred. So that's yeah. my that's my where were you? That's what's up. And what you're saying makes sense, right? Like this was the like handshake where it was like, okay, I'm all the way gonna embrace the East Coast. I'm signed to an East Coast label. Right. I've got East Coast producers. I've yeah. got Jay Z and Nas on my yeah. album. Like you know what I mean? Like this is the that album. So yeah. it makes sense that that you know it would meet you there. Um, I think my memory of this in terms of where were you? Um. The O2 summer was mm-hmm. when, um, you know, My Block came out as a single yeah. and and then the, the album comes out. And I remember hearing My Block um, in transit. I'm, I'm coming from Brussels and moving back oh, to the States. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so um, I remember, you know, visiting family and stuff like that. And people would put these music video shows on and you'd have music videos playing in the background all the time. Right. And I just remember seeing this video all the time. Loving that sample, that 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 Roberta yeah. Flack, uh, Donny Hathaway sample, and man, like the, like 
that song is just like if you had to wrap up like who Scarface is in a song and just give it to a random person who doesn't know shit about shit, that would be a song that you could just give to them. And they'd That's be right. like, yeah. they'd be like, okay, this guy, like real nigga from mm-hmm. the streets, mm-hmm. cares about people, um, heartfelt lyrics. Won't forget where know? he came from. Right. Yeah. Uh, is from the South. Like, like, yeah. like that is the the wrapped up in a bow, yeah. you know, thing. For so, you know, I, I think I my introduction to Scarface was living in California and smile comes out. Okay, yeah. Um, so, you know, having Tupac and Scarface on the same song, mm-hmm. it, that song was on the radio all the yeah. time when I was living out there. So so I was familiar with Scarface, but that record was the one that brought that that brought me in here. Um, and then, so this is the N- Napster era, the tail end yeah. of the Napster era. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so songs are leaking. Yes. So I remember my block leak first. Yeah. And then Guess Who's Back. Guess leaks. Who's Back, yeah. Man, when Guess Who's Back <laughs> leaked, oh my God. Everybody's like, yo, yo, yo. And I mean, this is Blueprint, you know, the yes. wake of Blueprint, Jay-Z. This is Jay-Z and Nas battling each other, time yeah. frame. Like, so yeah. so we're rabid for anything that's Jay-Z or Nas. Yeah, we, we're, and we're, then we're we getting see, Blueprint 2 leaks as well. Right. Yeah. And then we see that there's going to be a Nas song on this album yeah. and that there's a Jay-Z song on this album. Yeah. And the Jay-Z song is amazing. Yeah. So, um, man, I was super excited about this album just from those two records. Yeah. Um, and then I remember coming to UVA... I had a burnt copy of this CD, um, and I remember running running those two records, the um, the on my block, probably early in the night. And guess who's back? Yeah. When I, when I did my New York set, guess who's back was a huge party spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I did my New York set, that joint got got dropped. Um, but and I remember being underwhelmed by the Nas record. Okay, and maybe just feeling like everybody was going crazy about this album. Yeah. I kind of felt like the first two records had me expecting a, an 11 out of 10 album, mm, and then yeah. the album was cool. Yeah. So that's kind of where I was. I got you. Well, yeah. uh, we, we kind of teased the critical reception a little bit. Why don't, why don't we get into it? Man, stellar, stellar yeah. marks all the way around. Th- Everybody said it was amazing. The source gave it a five at the time, if I'm not Did mistaken. It? It, I don't think it's in the wiki. Okay. But I remember... I remember yeah, it, says, it says five out of five on the wiki. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like everybody talked about this album and immediately called it a classic. Like yeah. it, like it wasn't even, it didn't even have any time to burn before people were that like, is classic true. album. This that is true, and I yeah. think that you know it's one of those. Like I'm not sure if Blueprint was instantly a classic. Was it like instantly when it dropped? I I think maybe instantly for people who were Jay Z fans already, and then maybe a slower burn for people who weren't familiar. I think when when Blueprint dropped, I think that people instantly recognized it was something different. Okay, and that. It wasn't just your standard, just like Jay-Z trying to drop some hot shit for the summer. Yeah. And then I think as by the end of the fall, it was considered a classic. Yeah. Right. I do remember within the first week or two of this album coming out, it was considered a classic. Yeah. And I wonder if like we're starting to get, you know, the early signs of like the the, the extreme like polarization and like yeah. in terms of like uh, reviews and stuff of like, oh, I like it, therefore it's the hottest shit ever. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it, therefore it's whack. I'm curious if we're I, starting to get into that space. So I felt like this was weird, and I and I I, I said this on the game episode, right? Yeah. I said when the documentary came out, people said it was a classic automatically, and I almost felt like he got like the opposite of the West Coast bias, where people were like, oh, them niggas on the West Coast can't rap, so yeah. th- this sounds like shit that sounds familiar to us. Yeah. This is a classic. Yeah. I felt like that with this album, where oh, like I hear that East as well. Coast people were like, oh, this makes sense to us. Yes. We know Scarface is supposed to be dope, so yes. it's a classic. Yes, I-, I think that's exactly it. I think that 
when especially when we talk about the production of this album like this is an album that is very very accessible to east coast right, listeners right 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 um and so especially like back in the day that was a aspect of the album that i gravitated towards uh-huh. now that like i um like the I think the aspects of it are a little bit more rooted to Scarface and some of the more Southern sounds. Mm-hmm. That's the part of the album that I really, really Works love on. the most. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, and and I think that he does a, a good job marrying between them. But what I what I have to say though is that oftentimes when we talk about the critical reception, we also talk like to talk about how our peers thought about this album. Okay. And this is not an album that Elgin liked, at least at the time. I remember oh, he was disappointed with this because think, it doesn't sound like the exactly. Old Scarface. It's not yeah. it's not sounding like the Scarface that he knows and love. It's like right. all right, the Scarface that he knows and love is on this but like that's not what it's it's an album i think musically is something like we talked about is very accessible to the the east coast new york listener right and right. i don't think that i think that that's kind of like a departure yeah. from what from what um you know his his traditional fans were used to yeah and the funny thing is he's talking about like he 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 denounces on this record like sellouts mm-hmm. right like there's a constant theme throughout several of the songs mm-hmm. And maybe some of his his listeners might have thought that he might have sold out, but they never did though. I never mm. heard anyone say that he was selling out. The story that I heard was like he he's going on Def Jam, like yeah, it's financial, it's it's money wise. Um, so he did have to adapt the sound a little bit, but mm. he he was only on there for like two or three two or three albums, and then he wanted to get some bread to do something else. I think this is his only Def Jam album. Well, my balls are my word. I'm not sure if that's Def Jam South. But the other thing, too, you have to understand is that he was on that Def Jam Vendetta, okay. right? And yeah. so at the time, what they were saying is like, all right, if you're on our video game, that counts as an album. Uh, yeah. Okay. So okay. there were there were several. Yeah, no, balls in my word is on is on rap a lot. Oh, okay, so then yeah. so he went back. So he had a yeah. two album deal, even though he was president oh, of Def okay. Jam South. But the Def Jam Vendetta, I think, counted as an as an album. Well, that might have. So, because I, I remember reading a, a bunch about this, right? So he so he gets the um he gets the presidency of Def yeah. Jam South in two thousand. Yeah. Um, and so he just wanted to focus on being the president because he was kind of done with like all the industry bullshit, which I think is fascinating mm-hmm. because. People know Scarface for like his heartfeltness, yes. and, and and but it seems like to some degree he's kind of been over this rap shit for yeah. mad long. That's why. That's why. So, I love him. so he's like, so honest so, about so, it. I love so it. He, go, he comes on Def Jam and he's like, "I'm not gonna rap anymore. I'm gonna focus on you know. I want to sign Ludacris. I want to sign some of these Southern artists and and do the shit. Right. And they're begging him to do an album. Yeah. And he's saying no. So apparently, like he and Leor had to had to strike like some sort of a balance because they're like one of the main reasons we brought you in here yeah. is so you can give us an album. Yeah. So like they had to keep like cutting checks, like like just th- the price is raising up and up and up. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not gonna do an album. And they're like, okay. all right, how about this much money? No, I'm not gonna do an album. All right, how about this much money? So apparently he gets to a 2.5 million dollar advance. Gotcha. Like not even how much money he made on the album. Just the advance. Yeah. And they said, we will spare no expense. Any idea you have for your videos, any idea you have for production, whatever. Um, And so I think that that lends itself to the budget around the album. But it also lends itself to where he was mentally. Yeah. Because he was more in, in, I work for Def Jam mode than he was, I'm Scarface the Rapper. Yeah. And so maybe that also kind of reflects uh, in terms of the features that he chose yeah. and the sound that we hear here. It's so crazy that... First, like it's so crazy. This is the first Scarface album that we're doing. Yeah. Because even just hearing that story, I mean, this man is huge. Yeah. Right. Like Jay Z respects the fuck out of this guy. Yep. Nas respects. Like New York respects Scarface. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I mean, to have this artist be so coveted, 
mm-hmm. um, that they're willing to just like, look, name your price. Right. Whatever you want, we'll get it done because we want this album. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's great. But but I mean, it, it did exactly what they wanted it to do, yeah, right? It, um, it, 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 it gave them the credentials yes. in the South yeah. specifically. Um, and, and I mean, it, like, I, I think they, Def Jam from a credentializing itself as this global power or, mm-hmm. or at least throughout the nation power, mm-hmm. they almost needed that. Yeah. Cause Def Jam is kind of an East coast label. It is. It yeah. is. I do wonder though, if some of what you were just talking about went into the instant classic phrase, they're like, oh, well, Scarface gave us an album. It's an instant classic. I just, mm-hmm. I wonder. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we get into the uh, highlights and the lowlights? Let's do it. Why don't we uh, start off with yours? It's cool. So uh, highlights, I got uh, production just generally, yeah. but particularly Kanye West. Yeah. Um, a young Kanye West, yeah. and and he delivers. Yeah. Um, next, I got his narrative. Okay. Um, I I feel like Scarface has this way of coming off as wise. Yes. But at the same time, still like a conflicted and tortured yes. soul. Um, so it's almost like he's like an evolved version of DMX. Like, you know how oh, like with DMX, okay. he's like a tortured soul, but like you almost feel sorry for him. Yeah. Whereas like with Scarface, it's like, I'm a tortured soul, but I'm wise. So like, listen to the sage advice that I have I'm about gonna listen. shit. Yeah, I'm going you know to listen I mean? to you, Scarface. So it's like, we empathize with him, um, but he's he's wiser than us. He's, yeah. he's, our, he's our older brother. He's our uncle. He's our uncle. Yeah. And he's been our uncle since he yeah. was fucking like 19 putting out music. Yeah. So... Um, all right. Uh, and then I said his voice. Yeah. I've always thought that Scarface had yeah, one of the voice. best voices. And so I got to call it a highlight here. Um, the length. Yeah, short. Um, it's it's brief. Yeah. 13 tracks, under 50 minute runtime. Um, and that's really good for this time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last I have is sequencing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I've said that I, I love albums that are like a perfect circle. Yeah. This album is a perfect circle. It, I knew, it ends I, I put where that it begins. Yeah. yeah. And then it kind of does have the two act thing going on yeah. for it. So what else did I miss? Um, so we kind of talked about this at the outset, but like Def Jam respecting a legend. Like it's okay. clear that Def Jam like respects the yeah. fuck out of Scarface yeah. on here, given the production that they gave him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when we talk about Kanye West, I said, I put in my notes, I said, Kanye West understanding the assignment. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Kanye West gave us two tracks, absolutely delivered on them both. Um, It's great. I agree with you. I said, great sequencing tonally and thematically. So it's not just how like, it's not just like the sequencing of like the songs themselves. Mm -hmm. It's when the themes are introduced to the album. Yeah. So like when we're first introduced to it, it's kind of got this guy, he's like, I don't know if he's like strung out, but it gives you that kind of vibe. Yeah. And then it introduces you, boom, to the street life, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got like Scarface the gangster. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of, he kind of brings back, brings it back home with the my block. And then you get to this like real human element of like what it's like to be a hustler a drug dealer, whatever, in mm. this environment, and still try to like have a relationship with your block, with your friends, with success, yeah. with God, like all these things, like yeah, with, yeah. With, with like life and death. And then it just kind of like brings it back again to the end of it. He kind of comes back out, not necessarily to that gangster shit, but like the yeah. like selling out, like be real, be who you are, yeah. uh, show love to your block, right? Like yeah. like talking down to all to us almost, <laughs> right. right? But 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 in a way that he can do it better than anyone else yeah, can. Sure. Um, so the sequencing of that, like like you said, the narrative, yeah, it really goes like nothing. Even the songs that I don't really like that much. Mm-hmm. What he says on the songs is like perfect. Yeah. So it's like, no, this is an album that you really can't listen to start to finish mm-hmm. and like learn something from. Um, yeah, I agree and, with and you. I, I and it's great. And to, to your point, right? Like 
the themes that are like the more like religious themes, yeah. like heaven and stuff like that. I like that he's he put put them towards the back mm-hmm. because he almost credentializes himself. Like yeah. if if the if the album started with with records like that, you'd yeah. be like this preachy motherfucker. Like yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, 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 but it's yeah. like by the time it's there, you're like okay, like I get I get it. You know, like this is balance. Yeah. Um, Scarface himself, I think Scarface delivers. Say what you mm-hmm. want to say about like the music, the production, and like the energy of the album. Maybe it's not like the Scarface that we're used to, right? Mm-hmm. But like lyrically, I think he's stellar on this album. Okay. Um, he's got quite a few bars that I think that's just like, yeah, like this this dude is nice. Mm. So uh those are my uh those are my those are my highlights. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say is that I think um Scarface taking Def Jam, Def Jam South seriously. Okay. Because I do think that Scarface takes this project seriously. Yeah, he could have he could have just thrown it away and just yeah. or phoned it in. Yeah. Right. Take took his check and whatever. Like, nah. <laughs> even if it's not his best project, yeah. um, he took it seriously. And that is that's a highlight for me. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. So uh let's get into the low lights. So my low light is the flip side of your second to last highlight, which, which is, is um Scarface. Okay. Um, to some degree, and yo, y'all can kill me in the comments because I know it's coming. But um, I think Scarface starts to tire me out on some of the longer records without features. Okay. Um, I, can see that. And I have kind of an unpopular hot take here, but like I prefer Scarface in tandem or in okay. collaboration. Okay. Than than I do as a soloist. And here's the reason why. Right. Um I I think that me as and, and you know I'm I'm disaster I'm Yinka Diz yeah. I what what appeals to me about lyricism is when an MC comes up with a slick or a clever way of articulating something sure. that, we, that we we understand okay. whether they're they're educating us or we already know it yeah um Scarface rarely if ever does that okay and 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 so I think his realness and his authenticity are what shine through and so I I enjoy that about him. But I think I very rarely personally on this album are like, oh man, that's a bar, or oh man, he he came off on that. That and that's just my personal. I got you. I disagree, yeah. but yeah, I but yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and we we've kind of talked spoken about this before, where I said that I think that Scarface does the most with the, with least. the least. Yeah. In terms of like, I don't think he uses a lot of tricks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't use like a lot of clever wordplay. He doesn't use. He doesn't have to do the things that like Andre 3000 or or, or Jay Z have to do. Right. 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 But I do think that especially like the older that I got when I think about like lyricism and songwriting right yeah. so this is me talking about songwriting from not just a hip hop perspective but just from like a musical perspective yeah. right so like classic rock blues R&B whatever mm-hmm. um, when when I hear some of what he has to say on this I'm like I I do think that it's clever mm-hmm. um, and so I, I think uh, who is it is it Josh Rose one of our listeners on oh, Facebook yeah, Josh. He, yeah I remember that um it was you posted something and I was like really bigging up Scarface and he was like, Oh, I didn't think the Scarface would be an artist that you liked. Huh. Right. He was saying this to me. Okay. And I and, I, and I'm not getting it exactly right. Okay. But I think it's because of the exact same thing that you just said. Right. But I'm like, nah, Scarface, he, like he's in my tier one of MCs, which means okay. that he's between like number five and number twelve. Love right? these tears. I know, I know. The tears are great. <laughs> tears are great. But like he's 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 a top fifteen rapper all time for me. Okay, um, which is which is like 
top 15 is like high praise. Yeah. Like that's that's fucking There's he's up there. 5 million rappers. So exactly. Yeah. He's he he's he's insane and I think it's because yeah. he's able to not necessarily do some of like the clever things that like Rakim tried to do, but okay. instead he's able to deliver a message that's like not nah, there really yeah. is some clever songwriting in there. So I hear it, but I can I, understand that yeah. you don't. I and I it. and I think that I, I don't disagree with you. I yeah. think I think we we agree we agree and maybe disagree on how we're framing what we're saying. Mm -hmm. But like I feel like what you're talking about really shines when it's next to something else. That's fair. And so when I hear three verses yeah. of it, I get fatigued. Gotcha. However, when I hear one verse of it and it's next to something else, like guess who's back yeah. or whatever. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I really appreciate it in a different gotcha. way. Does that make sense? No, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, do you have any other lowlights? Nope. So my low light is kind of what we already talked about. A little too much New York accessibility. If you will. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what I mean? Um, because I think that what he's talking about, there was space for a better marriage of more of the South. Okay. Um, I think that there were there were some New York elements that, that could have stayed, but I think there was actually room for even more like gritty, yeah. uh, not gritty, but just more a Southern base, more yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. I, I think there was more room for that. So just a little bit too much New York. I agree with that. And actually, you know, I I, I didn't write this down, but but I like T Mix. He's cool. Okay. I'm not I'm not his biggest fan. Uh, but you know he's the he's kind of the sound guy behind the Suave House thing. So right. you know the eight ball and MJG stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of would have preferred No Joe in the places of, in the place of a T Mix. Okay. Because I I feel like No Joe. Oh man, like his Houston. Yeah. Is is the like the and I don't even know he's probably from New Orleans, yeah. but his Houston like the like the stuff that I'm getting from UGK yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you know some of the stuff he's done with Scarface. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. So I don't. Know. I hear that. No, yeah. and, and I think that. I think that in some ways, like Def Jam was very clearly trying to capitalize off of what they had with Scarface, which mm -hmm. I can't knock them for doing it. Right. Um, I don't. <sighs> this album is great, but mm -hmm. you can you can hear that Def Jam is trying to do it. Like you can. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just I wish that you 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 couldn't. But at the same yeah. time, given what you said that Scarface wasn't even trying to really put an album together, I can yeah. understand how that that came to be. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is that um, I said that Kanye West understood the assignment. Absolutely. The Neptunes clearly did not understand the assignment. <laughs> they did Yo, not understand I can't it. wait till you talk about that song. Yeah, they did not understand the uh, assignment at all, and it's a damn shame. Um, <laughs> that's, that's and I'm funny. like, if you're gonna have Neptunes on here, why not just Blaze or why not Bink? I don't disagree. You with know those what I mean? Things. So yeah. those are those are my those are my, my yo. Um, um, every time I see Kanye West's name on on the wiki when I'm looking at this album. It just reminds me of of Kanye taking out his retainer and putting it on top of the speaker. Yo, that doesn't, like, that doesn't go there. That doesn't go there. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me laugh every single time. But anyway. So let's get into this uh, track for track uh, analysis. Let's so uh, the intro, what you, what you think? It's cool. It's a cool intro. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So here's what I wrote. I said, "Is this Ronnie Spencer singing on this?" I want that's a yeah, dude, dude is that from the, from the UGK. I wonder too. That sounds like um. That sounds uh, Ron like Isley. Ron Isley. I wonder if it is. So then I, I started doing research on, on interviews. Scarface said that's him. That's Scarface singing. That's him singing at the beginning. Wait, wait. That's Ron Spencer or Scarface? Singing? No, that's Scarface singing at the, on the on the intro. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's Scarface. He said that's him. I was like, yo, that's insane. I thought it was Ronnie Spencer. Yeah. 
Go back and listen to it. <laughs> my mind is blown. It, right? My mind is when blown. When I saw I'm that in the like interview, in I was shocks. like, like I've got like goosebumps running up and over. <laughs> that's his, that's Scarface singing. Yeah, that's him singing on it. And he said it, on, in the interview, he goes, "I never told anybody this before, but that's me singing on the intro." Oh my god! Now, 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 that's a super highlight. <laughs> right? Got to be a highlight now. I've always liked the intro, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. like the tone that it set. I love how it transitions into safe. Um, but like even like kind of what he's talking about is one of those things where it's like it's like ambiguous but also like descriptive enough like yeah. you get the sense of what he's saying right um yeah and it's just like like yeah as it goes into, i love how it goes safe. straight into safe so yeah. so it's a highlight for me under yeah. hearing now that scarface saying on that crazy wow. right? i told you he took this project seriously yeah yeah for jesus sure. fucking christ that's insane <laughs> yeah oh my god well now we get into safe yeah and uh how do you feel about this song I think it's a good tone setter. Okay. But I wish it was shorter. Um, just because, like, okay, so it's got this black exploitation vibe to the sample that they they chopped up or okay. whatever to for the sound. Yeah. Um, I get like what he's trying to say, mm -hmm. but I think by the second verse, I'm I'm kind of bored with it. I so feel, what how do you feel? You love is, it? This I is your love favorite this song so much. Really? It's one of my favorite Scarface songs. Really? I love the safe. Wow. I feel like because it's in the a run for me, yeah. I, I, I leave it on. Yeah. However, I think if this song was was sequenced anywhere different, oh, after oh, the first it, it, it verse needs or whatever, to be the, the second track on yeah, the album. I would sure. I would I would cut it off. So I I love this beat. It's got like this to me is the best combination of like the New York meets the South on the record, right? When you've got really? like that 808 baseline, uh -huh. baseline to it. That's that real like kind of like Houston sound that I love. Mm -hmm. But with like that sample choice that they use and, and the repetitive, repetitive, repetitiveness of it. Right. The other thing too is that thematically I love what he's talking about. Like I put this song on the same level as like Biggie's Things Don't Change. In wow. terms of like, you know, it's a track two, it's a tone setter. Yeah. And like what he's talking about, like that to me, like those are songs that are like reference points for the hood that actually yeah. sound like what the hood might sound like. Yeah. And like this is to me is like a complete outline of someone who is not from that situation, but mm. whatever. It sounds like it's a really, really good outline of like what hustling is like. Like he talks about mm. all the aspects of it, right? Yeah. Like, um, like who who's gonna sell you out? Um, uh, what are you? What are you going to? What are you? What are you doing this hustling for? Like the yeah. idea that he says, like you make twelve dollars, you put seven away, you live off the five, and never ever fuck with your safe. That reminds me of Fresh. Have you ever you seen the movie Fresh? Uh uh So, but you you know you're familiar with the you're familiar with Fresh. Yeah. Right. Like in that, you got this like little like drug dealer who he he takes his money and like he takes some of it to live off of, and the rest of it he just keeps putting it in his tin can. Mm -hmm. To the point where he ends up getting like five grand and he uses it for for some consignment. Mm -hmm. It's not the point, but the, the point is, is just like the, the fact that like you're taking this money and you're actually like saving it away to Bro, just not like, fuck with it, not touch with it. That's a basic tenet of hustling. <laughs> I know, but I, I I got that. I got that. But that's one of but that's my whole point. Like yeah. I think the whole song, there's just like basic tenets of mm -hmm. like everything that's like the street life for me. And yeah. it just works and with the beat and with that's like cool. the energy on it, like I just I fucking love this song. I think I think to some degree, I, I, I like it here, but to some degree it wears on me. I think maybe I also listen to this stuff with, you know, 37 year old ears or whatever. Gotcha. And I, I'm i not impressed by street life just on its face, That's right? Fair. Like, like I, it doesn't, I'm not like, oh my God, like the streets, cool. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's fine. 
Um, I do think though that that I agree with the things that you're saying. Yes. I think I just start to get bored with it after the um the the That's first fair. verse. I love the beat the, so much. The though. other thing I'll say about this though is I read somewhere that um that Scarface and I guess folks around him were snitched on by somebody in their crew. Mm. Like there was a guy named and maybe we should blink this out because I don't know this dude. I don't know if he's got an open cat. I don't know what his situation is. But apparently, like, he was wearing wires and, like, walking around Scarface mm. and others around him trying to set them up. Scarface was not one of the ones that got caught up in this in this sting. But others in their, in their circle mm. were brought down by this individual. And so a lot of the stuff that he's talking about on here, apparently he was diagnosed with clinical depression. Who, Scarface? Um, Scarface. Wow. Partially because of all the stuff going on around him, people that were close to him getting killed, getting mm. locked up, whatever. Yeah. And this situation happened prior to him rec uh, recording this album. And so I think that's part of also what he's talking about here, which gotcha. is, is interesting. Wow. Uh, works for me. It's a highlight of highlights. Um, <laughs> this is your highlight of highlights? Yeah, this is my, I think it's my favorite song on the album. Wow. Uh, but the other thing okay. too, is it like, just like musically, mm -hmm. like the, the I, I love this beat. Okay. This beat is incredible to me. Yeah. Um, and so when you combine all the other aspects of the song, it's just, yeah, I think it's my yeah. highlight of highlights. Okay. Um, so now we get into uh, In Cold Blood. Highlight? Yeah, for sure. It's a highlight, but you know what? Yeah. I actually don't have anything to say about this song. I just like it. Man, so for me, the strongest three song run, and to me, like, okay. the, co the core of this album starts here. Okay. Um, that makes and sense. And so, yeah, this is a young Kanye. Yeah. Um, and man, this is just a smoker to me. I, I just, I, I love it too. I, I love it, and I love, I love the percussion. I love how it comes in. I love what he does with the sample. I just, yeah. I just love it. I think he did a great job. With it. I think for me, um, what I love most about the song itself is the, the beat and yeah. what Kanye West does with it. And Scarface definitely delivers. Yeah. But thematically, I don't want to say it's thematically simple, mm -hmm. but thematically, I get more things from the other songs on the album that yeah. come after this than okay. this one. So I don't really have anything to add other than just like musically, it's great. Yeah. Scarface is, is is rapping and it's great. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely a highlight for me. I just yeah. I just don't have much to add other than that. For me, the next song is the, is the highlight of highlights, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And so I think it's just when I go back to sequencing, yeah. the way we go from the fix to safe to in cold blood to guess who's back to me is just like a perfect. It's just like a perfect, you know, uh, crescendo. Mm. So I, I, I love it. Yinka, what's up? Talk to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I take it as a highlight for you. Uh, highlight of highlights. Um, man, this, this is one of my favorite Scarface songs over one of my favorite Kanye beats. Yeah. With one of my favorite Jay Z and Beans collaborations. Um, I think this is a perfect song. We talk about perfect songs. I actually think this is a perfect song. I think this is one of the best sample choices that Kanye has had in his entire career. Yeah. Um, and I just freaking love this song, man. This song is amazing. I agree with everything you're saying about Kanye. Um, I'm not as impressed with Scarface's verse on here. It's cool. Okay. Um, and Beans, I could actually do without. I don't think I don't I don't like Beans verse. Oh yeah, gosh. I think that's controversial. It just doesn't really, it just doesn't oh really work for me. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. I, I do you I, like Beanie? I do like Beanie because you don't, you don't like what we do. You don't yeah. like this. Like these are like the records that like people are like, oh shit! Like Beans is standing tall next to. I know. I yeah. like Beans on like um, uh, do it again. I like the, I really like him on like Rock La Familia. I, I said okay. that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like Beans. Uh, I just. Not as impressed with Beans on this track okay. as I am. Like, like 
Jay-Z, like, I'm on the block like I'm eight feet tall. Like, what? Oh God, he this shit. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sir. Jay, Jay <laughs> bodies this shit, man. Oh my God. And so and, and Scarface is good as well. Yeah. But um I don't think he's as strong as like as Jay-Z on here. But see, see, this this is and this is I guess where we differ, right? Yeah. Because this is what I'm talking about when I say I like what Scarface does when yeah. it's put up next to other things, right? Because you. it's like Scarface isn't on here talking about he's on the block like he's eight yeah. feet tall. Yeah. But like he just grounds the shit. He like does. With the, you know, from the womb to the tomb, yeah. a hot pot, a jaw, and a spoon, yeah. trying to make me forty thousand a move. Like he's he's talking about, oh, yeah. you know, like like what Scar you want Scarface to talk about. And it's so grounded and real. I I I do really like the song. I think it caters for me it caters more to to jay-z than it does to scarface that's fair um and so that's why like and, and i think that given what you just said because the song caters to, to jay-z more and we have jay-z's verse it's kind of like even though scarface's verse is good it's just kind of underwhelming next to jay man i um, love these three together man I, I and, you. and i, and I mean you. if if they had if they had pulled off the mac and brad album the Oh, they oh, were. I forget that. What was it? Oh, so so uh, Beanie Siegel and Scarface were supposed to put an album out together called oh, Mac and Brad. Okay. Um, if they had done that with, and they had two Jay Z features on the whole project, yeah, that shit's a classic. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> like, I don't I even need to hear the album. Like, it's a classic. No, but I I, I yeah. still like the song. Um, it's not as it's not as it's not my favorite on it, but like I okay. totally get the hype. Like I'm not I'm not yeah. I'm not oh I'm not like song. shitting on the track. I love yeah. this song. Y'all, y'all weigh in in the comments, man. Guess who's Zach? I'm probably, it's I'm a, probably in the it's minority. A classic or, or nah? Yeah, I'm probably in the minority. Like, it's, like I'm not. I'm not trying to counter your point. I'm yeah, not arguing yeah, no, against it. Yeah, like so most people think the song is amazing, and I get it. Yeah, I do. Um, so now we get into uh, on my block. Yeah, highlight. definitely a highlight. Yeah, this it's like right like one B uh, under Guess Who's Back for me. Um, and I know I know you don't like the North New York sounding records, and this probably also fits in there. I mean, Machine Merrick did it. You know he's 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 East Coast. He's Hitman. Well, it's um, like a it's like a churchy um, yeah. it's like a churchy sample. Though. Oh, so you so, do like it? Uh, I do like it. It's um, yeah. I mean, this whole run, like like this yeah. was the run that I used to love back in the day. Okay, you know what I mean. So everything we talked about, even save Cold Blood, uh, Guess Who's Back, My yeah. Block. Like yeah. this was like yeah, this back in the day. This is definitely what resonated me. It's not yeah. what what with what resonates me as much today. Okay. What I the thing that I love about my block is it like I can kind of relate to what he's talking about mm -hmm. and I can't relate to what he's right. talking about, but I still get it. Like it still yeah. feels so familiar. Yeah. Because even though I came from where I came from, I still have family who came from kind of like adjacent areas to what he's mm -hmm. talking about. Yeah. And I just kind of feel that vibe too. And I've been yeah. around those parts. Um so it's just like I, I like I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it, bro. Like it's still I also feel like you know, at the beginning of the song and on many songs here, right? He almost comes off like he's a narrator, yeah. narrating something that he's away from. Yeah. But I like on this record, uh, I think it's the second verse where he talks about um how the dudes on his block called him creepy. Yeah. And such somebody like, you know, used to tease him and yeah. you know, like like he like related it to himself yeah. and like it draws you into the story more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to, to, to add about this, though? No, nah, I just love it. I love I, the sample. I love the, the bars. Yeah, I feel like we should talk about it more. I don't have much else to say, but I feel like we should talk about it more because most people 
that I know who love this album. Their two favorite songs are the ones you just mentioned, yeah, right? So yeah. that'd be Guess Who's Back and and Alabama. Those are the super accessible ones. And I That's mean, true. you know, if if I have to if I have to give an outlaw low light, right? Like having those two be the singles like that, and then yeah. be such big records almost t- takes away from the the album it, it, itself when you put the whole thing together. I got or you. Or maybe that's more of a um maybe that's more of a Carlos point because I think maybe. he said he said that about um uh the real uh, what's the the um. It's the real shit, shit to make him feel shit. The Mob Deep joint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he the was, like, he music. Was, he wishes that that the song with with uh with, with Lil Kim wasn't on the album. Yeah, uh, I can see yeah. that. I can see but, that. But um, the uh, the last thing I'll say about this though, uh, and we we'll probably have to add, do some editing. But uh, the last thing that I'll say about this is is that isn't this Pan- Panama one of Panama's favorite songs? The the, the joint that got sampled. It's a uh, oh. be real black for me by oh, yeah, by yeah, Roberta yeah, yeah. Flack yeah, yeah, and yeah. and Donny Hathaway, right. and I feel like Panama mentioned it on the on the podcast that we talked about that he, he really likes that that song. Yeah, he mentioned that on on his podcast when he talked about like blackest songs ever. He right. I think this was like number one or number two on his list. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, so behind even, like Ebony Eyes and some shit like even sampling that right, like <laughs> to make to make this makes it even more heartfelt. Gotcha. So, yeah. uh, so now we get into Keep Me Down. This is a highlight for me now, too. Oh, it's definitely a highlight for me. Yeah, and and the funny thing is, I remember listening to this back in the day, and I didn't understand it. Like, like when I bought, when I, well, I didn't buy this album. When I, I had this album, um, I remember hearing, you know, kind of skimming through it and listening to it. And I don't think that this song really resonated with me. Why not then versus perhaps now? I think maybe in the same way that you were talking about, Guess Who's Back and My Block are so New York sounding gotcha. that maybe that's what I expected the rest of the album to be and what I was listening for. Yeah. And this is decidedly not that, yeah. right? Like it's 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 bluesy, bluesy and guttural folksy, and yeah. folksy yeah. Yeah, in a different way. But I love that. And oh, I, I, love feel like, I feel like the marriage of Scarface's voice with that production is Knotts. incredible. Shout out to Knotts. Yeah, shout out to Knotts, man. VA. This is definitely a highlight for me. And this this yeah. to me is actually the thematic start to that, like the proper thematic start to the album. Okay. In the sense that, like, you we could have my block, yeah. right? My block is a little is obviously a lot like easier to suggest. Keep me down though. That's when you, he kind of starts to get like abstract a little bit. So okay. like, I guess his, he, the antagonist here, the enemy here, is kind of like society at large, right? And how society views him for for just being out here trying to survive right right um and so it's it's really apt to have that theme on this kind of song because it's kind of like a bluesy folksy theme and that's what they talk about like a lot of those songs from like back in the day a lot of that early folk music like they don't have those songs don't have happy endings but it's all about like a human struggle that like everyone can kind of like relate to um and so like even when he says like uh he says something like um like I'm from the gutter, where all we had was one another. No wheat bread to butter from one bed to another. All uncles and no brother. My mother's at work. My grandfather was with my dad, and when he died, it hurt. Like mm. something like that is so. Like he said, like there's no tricks in there. Right. But like I feel you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like I, he he ends that verse by talking about like how look wherever he's getting through in life, like he always recognizes the people that were there for him like growing up and so he's like he's never he's never new he's never brand new he never goes home and is brand new right. um he he doesn't want to change his his block per se like he wants to go home and fit in with everybody else and so like you really kind of get that message yeah. on this song and for me i'm like all right he might be talking about some like gangster hustling shit at the start, but now we're actually like, no, nah, this is like a real human being. Yeah. Um, yeah. who, you know, waking up every day doing what he's doing. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's definitely a strong highlight for me. Yeah, um, love this. Up. Shout love out to Knotts, man. Great, yeah. great, great production there. Uh, so now, uh, what can I do? Highlight? No. No? Is it a highlight for you? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's definitely a highlight for me. I think that no one else can, no one else in hip hop can do this but Scarface. Like his kind of flow yeah. and his delivery and like making you like sit down and just like, he's just like living, I learn, sit and watch my cigarette rip burn yeah, down yeah. to the ash. Got me thinking about now in the past. Like yeah. no one else can do that. And that's yeah. like, that's a bar, bro. I, I that's think, a bar. I think that reminds me of Chuck D. Um, and and it's okay. not in a good way for me personally. I, okay. I personally did not like what he did with his voice here. Interesting. Um, I can I can see why you it. This is a little dramatic for me personally. It felt like 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 listening to somebody do a dramatic reading of something that and then and then you're kind of like it's like like comedic. Yeah. Um, but that's just me personally. It, it reminds mm -hmm. me of a I never seen a man cry till I seen a man die. Like right. and for me, I'm just like. He's, he's the only one I think who can do this like yeah. well and pull it off and he pulls yeah. it off for me um, I mean I think that like he's just got a, like a lot of good bars on me what? I don't know I, I just think this I just think I don't know I think he's got bars on here so my notes on here because I, I didn't love him on here um my notes are Kelly Price sounds great I think she does yeah. um and this is my favorite T-Mix production on, okay. on on the album because yeah. I'm not I'm not the hugest uh fan of him and then I said randomly I wish Pimp C was on this song I could see that I could hear like um like the verse that he had where he talked about his boy Bobo's mm -hmm. uh uh kid that that passed away okay yeah like like something heartfelt but from pimp c his voice would be amazing on this beat i can see that pimp yeah. c probably should be on this album yeah I'm he was sure probably he, locked up or something at the time right i'm sure he was locked up actually yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah um next we have in between us featuring nas and tanya harrison not a highlight for me so it was not a highlight for me back in the day um it is now for several reasons so i i, I do think that this is definitely one of those more new york esoteric -y, trippy yeah. sounds that they have on here yeah. but first of all i love the song arrangement i love cool. that like nas comes in like right off the bat and i mm -hmm. think nas's verse is like it's really good on here okay um i think his verse actually here again is better than scarface's okay. um but what i love what i love about this is like the way they use tanya harrison's voice who i don't really know who she is but the way they use her voice and the way she delivers the hook it's almost like the hook is actually like a verse in and itself. Okay. And then after that, there's kind of like this musical interlude. Mm. And so it's like this whole thing. And then Scarface starts rapping. Mm. And like the way that that's arranged is something that I would not have appreciated back in the day. Okay. But I really like it now. Okay. And I really like what, what, what Nas is talking about too. Like talking mm. about how like he got his ass kicked and he learned how to fight. Mm -hmm. And then he brings it... Nas is this thing where he talks about like a whole bunch of different things at like mm -hmm. one time, but he kind of brings it all together at the yeah. end. Yeah. Uh, really, really delivers for me. So yeah, back in the day, not a highlight for me, yeah. right? So like this is one of the songs where I'm like, okay, my run is kind of like dying down. It is what mm -hmm. it is. It's whatever. But now I listen to it like, nah, like I really fucks with this song. Yeah, so I I, I feel differently. Um, I really don't like Tanya Heron's voice. Okay. Um, I read that that's Mike Dean's wife. Interesting. And okay. that they, I guess Scarface had, and I don't remember who it was, but Scarface had some classic singer in his mind that he wanted to get on the song. And then they weren't able to get the person at the last minute. Oh, and so you. Mike Dean's wife came and sung that hook. It, which, I don't I, like it. Had it been someone like, um, 
like T-Boz, I think it would have been better. It was, yeah, this was, this was somebody like, like classic world white, like, like somebody not oh, like, not like a black, like a black person. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but anyway, so, so the other thing that I remember reading about this is that Nas had a different verse initially. Um, with all these barbs to Jay Z, like he was. Going oh out. yeah, no, and then Scarface came back and was like, "Bro, no, change yeah. your verse. Like, I'm not gonna be involved in the you yeah. and Jay Z thing." So he went back and then came back with this verse. Um, man, I just this song is a little bit of a throwaway to I me you. personally. Um, I, I think that maybe also the cast of characters makes me feel a certain mm-hmm. way. Like, like you know, Jay Z and Nas are yeah. are in beef at the time, whatever. So, so I I I've heard the Jay Z record, yeah. so I want to hear the Nas record because I'm yeah. like, oh, this Nas record is gonna be out of here, and I don't necessarily feel. Are that you surprised way. the Nas record's not out of here though? I don't Come know. Like Nas is Nas is kind of hit or miss. <laughs> like so, you kind of never know. You're you're you're, you're kind of right about that. Um, the other thing I'll say is. Our boy Lofe pops up again here. And if you remember, Lofe was the guy who produced 10 Minutes by Joe Budden. And we said, who is this guy? Like, he made this super cinematic thing. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That's the, that's the same name. So gotcha, I guess gotcha. he, you know, uh, worked with, with Mike Dean. And apparently Scarface played some instruments on this record as well. Did he? So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, look, I did not like it back in the day, but I like it now. Yeah. So. Uh, then we get into my first and only low light on the record. Wow! Uh, and that is Sunday featuring Faith Evans. So um, talk about it. Why? Why do? You, why do you call this a low light? I think the beat is trash. Really? Yeah, I can't stand it, and I don't <laughs> think it meshes well with the rest of what they did. Okay. That being said, though, I used to skip this song back in the day, and I don't yeah. skip it anymore because I actually, even though I disagree with Scarface here, because mm-hmm. um, look, I'm not a Christian, but regardless of that. He says, uh, in darkness, challenging the powers that be, it's impossible for scientists to make up the seas, to make up the trees. So why turn our backs on the truth? And I'm like, yo, there's a lot of scientists who are religious. Like a lot of scientists are religious because while they can explain things through science, they can't necessarily understand. They can't necessarily explain the why. And so that's to them, like that's where like religion and God comes into play. Um, That being said, though, despite the fact that I disagree with him, I actually happen to like his verse a lot. Um, I like his lyrics on here. And, and, you know, his voice, he doesn't have, like, he's not as emphatic. So then why is it a low light? It sounds like you like it. I think the beat is trash. Okay. And I don't like Faith. Faith, Faith, She's not bad on here, but she's not great. Yeah. Um, But I think the the beat is garbage. Okay. Trash. I I think my my opinion is is different from yours. Um, Go ahead. I think that um, it does sound like they all phoned it in a little yes. bit. Um, it does sound like Neptune's almost copying themselves, right? Like, like they have like four beats that sound just like this that are that were out at the yeah. time. And this is not one of the better ones. Right. Um, and this Faith Evans is cool. Yeah. She doesn't sound like she really cares that much, but yeah. but it's it's fine. Um, but but my my issue is more so with Scarface actually. Okay. And not because he's bad. But because he's unremarkable, yeah, and and I I felt I like that's fine. I felt like Scarface could have been replaced by any rapper, yeah, and this song would have sounded exactly the same. Lyrically, I don't have a problem with him, but the, his energy on here is just lackluster. Yeah, like this is not a song that I like. Yeah, and yeah. and it's interesting because I remember seeing an interview with with Scarface, and he talked about how this song did really well for him, and it's like one of his best, his most successful songs. Um, and Crazy. that's it's interesting because you know I mean I guess. The, the, that's why they have formulas, right? Because yeah. they work. So, um, but yeah, I, I I don't really care for this song too much. The the last thing I'll say about it is apparently, um, 
There used to be a version of this. So so when, when Scarface got this, it was a beat that the Neptunes had already made with the hook already on it. Oh. But but there was a singer from Virginia Beach that had had recorded it. Okay. And then they went back and they replaced her vocals with with Faith Evans. Interesting. So okay. I, I don't know who the the other singer was. Mm. So now we have uh, Sell Out. I I don't have any low lights on this album. Okay. But this is a meh light for me. I I like it because I just love the bounce. Okay. Like um and I love the energy and I love like. So lyrically, he says something that I think is very, very clever. Um, yeah, this is but my favorite bar is on this song. It's probably different, so we'll, okay. we'll, we'll let you go through yours. For me, um, he says, "It's been a long time coming. Now I'm back at it, flipping the script. I'm balling back to gangster rap classics. You know that shit that hit the hood and upset it. If real niggas respect it, the squares gonna rep it. I came That's a bar to me. That's so like it's so true that like." You see this everywhere. Like you see it like in gentrifying neighborhoods when like, okay, when the real people like something, then other Everybody folks come in and I'm like, oh, well, if they like it, it must be hot. Right. right? And it's so true. It's like, um, yeah, what he says, that the real niggas respect it, the swear is going to rep it. And yeah. it's true. And look, I, I ain't going to lie. Given where I grew up, I'm probably the, I'm probably the square here. <laughs> All right? Not going to lie about it. I'm probably the square in the situation. But you're absolutely right. You hit the nail that's, on the head, sir. That's hilarious. Um, what's the, uh, what's the so. bar that you like? Uh, so first off, I'll talk about why I don't like it, and then I'll get okay. to I'll get to that, right? Um, I, I think that so I don't like this song. Okay, I think that if this song was a diss to someone specific, it might work for me. Gotcha. But because it's not, it comes off as just talking shit to no one specific. That might. Um, there's a lot to me. There's a lot of just you know shit talk, and I I'm not the biggest T Mix fan, okay. so the beat just kind of sounds quirky, and it almost sounds like. It sounds like a record that would be like a like a super ugly or like yeah. one of those records that like it would if it was just a di like a diss song to somebody you'd be like oh shit he really got at that person but because it's not I don't know why it needs to be a song. That's fair. I mean, I I connected with what he was talking about in terms of like folks selling out and stuff yeah. like that because those are themes that he touches on like throughout the rest of the album as well. And so to hear it again here, I didn't take it the way you took it, but you're right. I guess he is like talking shit to someone like or to no one but in particular here's my favorite bar on the whole shit i will say i i he has one bar that i absolutely love on this shit uh -huh. the one thing i love about this record is scarface giving us his record of street fights like he's a pro boxer oh yeah so he says and i wrote this shit down i done been in fist fights with niggas twice my size got an incredible record 27 and 5. Wow. I fucking love yeah. that bar, yeah. He's like, in the five that I lost, I had to come back and get him or something. <laughs> right. Because like, so like, I'm just yeah. like, what nigga do you know, I know. That, that, that keeps a tally of the fights that they've had, how many wins and losses they have? I fucking love that shit. But I don't like this song. Got you. <laughs> um, so now we get into Heaven. It's not a highlight for me. It's not a highlight for me either. Um, yeah. Although I think that Scarface is actually a highlight for me. But the, okay. the song itself is just okay. But I'm really confused by the hook because um, Kelly Price says, like, uh, I found heaven in the form of a girl. Uh -huh. Scarface doesn't talk about any daughter or baby girl or anything on this record. Yeah. Like, not that I can recall. Mm. So it's just like, found heaven in the form of a girl, but that's not really what he's talking about. Yeah. But I think that one of the things I love is that, like, at the end of the second verse, it transitions into, yeah. like, this outro that's really, really cool. Yeah. But he says, like, uh, he says like, a few things that really, really, that I thought were really poignant when he says that, like, um, he says, uh, I'm a man, uh, but I'm a man, I ain't perfect. That's a poor excuse, it ain't working. 
I was like, oh, I see. I love that. Like, because mm-hmm. everyone says like, oh, I'm not a man. I'm, not, I'm a man. I'm not perfect. But he's like, yo, it's not an excuse. Like, you got to try harder, right. which is true because I say that shit all the time. I was like, yo, I'm just a human being, right? Right, right. Um, and you use that to excuse all the foul shit that you do. Uh, 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 that, that, I was like, all right, that's cool. But then at the end of the verse as well, he says like, um, said, instead of penitentiaries, we're going to need more schools or what the fuck is we going to do? Sit around and let the world pass us by, waiting on a message from the Reverend when he ain't but another man trying to get to heaven. Like, to me, I was like, oh, like, that's cool because I like it when people from the church or people from that, like, ilk actually call out the Reverend as just being just another person yeah. and not being anyone special. Yeah. So that, to me, I was like, all right, like, those are the kind of, like, little lyrics here and there that I just think that he just does a really, really good job with. Yeah. So maybe he does it better on other albums and that's fine, that's fair, but on this album, I think that ultimately he delivers. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think I think the reason it's not a highlight for me is a little bit more about the 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 first half of the record, the T Mix okay. production. I don't I don't really love it. it yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, the beat is just um, okay. But then when the Kanye half of the record, I, I love. Oh, like, that's Kanye like, is on there. Yeah, Kanye is the second the second beat. So oh, uh, that makes sense. So apparently, again, Kanye was delivering. Yeah, man, Kanye killed that shit. And apparently, I read that the the original song was all over that Kanye beat. Oh and then, man, I kind of wish it had right. Been like and that. then some Scarface, uh, you know, was like, "Well, I want to do something different." So he went back in and re-recorded the first half of the song to this T Mix beat. Gotcha. And then and then tacked on the re- the rest uh, with the Kanye beat. But I would have preferred the version with just the, the Kanye beat all the way through. Gotcha. America the beautiful, don't be so cold. How you expecting our seeds gonna grow when you trap us in the gun? Show love to the other motherfuckers while we right here starving at home. I'd cry if I thought that me shedding a tear might help. Then again, me shedding tears don't help. I wanna call up to the president. Uh, so now we get to I Ain't the One featuring Dub C. I don't have any low lights, but if I had a low light, this would be my low light. So it's not a low light for me. I don't like Dub C on here. Um, yeah. What redeems it to me is Scarface's last verse. Okay, I love his last verse. So I, I personally don't don't favor songs by Scarface where to me he's just talking shit. I like when Scarface is talking about something that's real to him, um, and that's why Sellout is not re- doesn't really do it for me because he feels like he's just talking shit. On I Ain't the One, it kind of feels like he's just talking shit to me too, um, and it feels like. Um, paying lip service to the West Coast. So it's like, oh, I'm just gonna do, do get this this West Coast cat. You know I love Dub C. This might be the only Dub C verse I can think of off the top of my head that I actually do not like. Oh, it's not I, a good verse at all. I, I do not like this oh, Dub yeah, C no, verse I don't like at it either. all. Not even a little bit. Um, and so it just feels like lip service. Like, I didn't need this song. I can see that. His last verse really resonates with me though. Yeah. The idea that just, you know, like come chill. You know, if you don't smoke weed, maybe you drank. Right. <laughs> you know, that's cool. Like I drank. Because yeah. at the time I definitely didn't smoke weed, but you know, and I don't really smoke weed now, but still, if we chilling and we drinking, <laughs> I'm with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like I'll fuck a fine bitch, but I prefer a hood rat. Cool. I feel you, yeah. bro. <laughs> For me, it's just like him being a regular dude. Yeah. Fuck all the famous shit, you know, just a regular guy come hang out, come chill. But like, you know, we, we talk about people's strengths, right? And and so when it comes to just talking shit, we we talk about Eminem, right? Like like that's that's the Eminem we love when Eminem doesn't have a topic and he's just talking shit for me Scarface is the opposite I don't want to hear Scarface talk shit I want to hear him talk about something specific that's fun I think for me though when you combine all of the other themes that we get from the album it just gives me like the full package yeah, yeah. you know because I don't want an entire album of just heart to heart 
Scarface. Right, right. You know, right. he's no, giving right. me the you're gangster right. shit. He's giving me the heart to heart. And then he's just giving me the cool homie, yeah. homie chill shit, you know? So that's just, it just gives me the full package. Uh, the, the way the themes go all the way from the start to the finish so you know that's that's what it that's what it hit for right, me right, so right. for me it works is a highlight no but the last verse is a highlight and I think it's a good wrap up to the album okay. which we then transition into you know Fixed yeah. which is the musical continua- uh, continuation from the intro right. uh, which we like love it it allows us to play the entire album on repeat which I've been doing this week yeah. and that's something I wasn't able to really do in the past on Spotify because okay. some of the songs weren't on the Spotify. Oh, okay. um, I think Safe was one of them and there was another one as well. Probably Sample Clearance. Yeah, I think it was Sample Clearance. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're working to get their shit together so that they can stop erasing musical history. Right? Yeah, come on. Yeah, the so. One thing that I do, I do kind of, I don't know if I love it or hate it, but um, every time I listen to this album, when I, when I, fi- when it, it finished with the fixed outro, yeah. um, it went directly to The Blast by uh, Talib Kweli. Oh, um, really? And and I love that song. Yeah. So it just reminds me how much I love it every time. Got you. Uh, but that's just a random thing. I don't know why Spotify does that, or maybe it's just my own Spotify. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love this. This this is a good outro, and it, like I said, brings it full circle, brings you right back up to the top of the tracklist. So. so I think that that should do it for our tribute to Scarface's The Fix. And we're going to have to come back with more tributes for Scarface. I know we spoke briefly about my homies when we did one of our quarterly reports Unfortunately, I'm not as intimately familiar with that album to really discuss it extensively, but I believe that you can discuss Untouchable extensively, right? Untouchable for sure. I also though, I liked his last two projects. Um we oh, talked yeah. about We did. We talked about um the one I really liked was Emer- Emeritus, I think it was, which which was the one that came out in 08. Um and then there was another one that came out in 2015 that you had spoken about on on the podcast. I think it was even a little after that actually. It was might have been like 2017 or 2018 or something like that. No, nah, the one you're talking about was 15 and the one I'm talking about was 08. No. So, yeah. it, was know, it Emeritus 2008 Deeply Rooted 2015? No, there was something that there was Made. something that came out Deeply Rooted is the one I was talking about. Yeah, Deeply yeah, Rooted 2015. No, look at the compilation albums Deeply Rooted 2017, Lost Files. Oh, you're talking about the Lost Files. That's yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. things that were the outtakes from the I got it, got it. Yeah, that's the one that I listened to. But got Deeply Rooted it, was cool because he was talking okay. a lot. He was like, he's like, fuck the police on like every single track. It was great. Uh, is that why they took him off the album? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's just what I remember. I think yeah. on the on the Deeply Rooted uh, Lost Files from 2017, mm-hmm. he was responding to a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff. It was oh, in the middle, so. interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, and it was Uncut Scarface, so it was great. Yeah. I like. I, I did enjoy listening to that. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll have to come back with the Untouchable. Um, yeah, and sure. I think something else, and let us know in the comments if y'all agree with this, but I think somebody we should show some love to is Ludacris. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like Ludacris is somebody from this era that people like us either don't talk about at all yeah or like try, like like kind of poo-poo like what it is that he did but i think one of scarface's big big things that he's probably proud of in his career was signing Ludacris to def jam was that um, word of mouth with his first def jam record that sounds right because back for the first time is not on def jam right no that no that that was on def jam right it was oh. incognito was the one that that was in the streets Okay. And then back for the first time. Well, because back for the first time comes out before this album. Let me look. Word of Mouth was a was a 2002 album. Yeah, no, no. The, 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 yeah. uh He signed him before this album. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I'm about to look it up though. Gotcha. But yeah, it'd be dope to do um you know uh, a Luda Chris project and you know show show Luda some love because I feel like you know I feel like history has not been uh been super kind to Luda. 
Yeah. Even though like he was he was getting busy back in the day. Oh, there was a there was a time um in 2001 to 2002-ish time frame where like he was the hottest featured um rap vocalist, I think, even more so than Jay-Z. Really? Yo, like getting Ludacris on the track like yeah. it was like I'm talking about like hot as in terms of like pop music. Okay. Not necessarily in terms of lyrically. Yeah. Just like pop records like Ludacris yeah. was on your track like it was a shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that should wrap it up for uh for our tribute to Scarface. Yeah, shout out to Scarface, shout out to Ludacris. Yeah. Definitely let us know in the comments if there's anything else y'all want us to cover. I think we're trying to we're trying to hit the south a little bit more. So. Of course. Yeah. Peace. Peace.